0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for yet another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, let's face it, a large part of what drives the aquarium hobby and makes it enjoyable to people is aesthetics. And while it's not a bad thing at all, in fact, it's a good thing, this is a real tell about the current sort of mindset of many hobbyists a sort of aesthetic forward. And, you know, when we scroll our social media feeds, we're exposed to this huge number of highly stylized aquascapes and aquascaping, aquascaping contest entries. It's, which are, you know, a, a portal to the aquarium hobby for many people. In fact, it's the whole game to a lot of hobbyists. they Love these types of high high concept or whatever you want to call them, aquariums. And cool. I mean, enjoy the hobby how you wish, but don't dumb it down either. I think this emphasis on aesthetics over everything kind of dumbs things down. Uh, in fact, having the emphasis placed almost exclusively on the superficial aesthetics of our aquariums is sort of becoming laughable, in my opinion. Like, is there any sharing of how these types of aquariums actually work? How does this impact the long-term prognosis for people coming into the hobby if their exposure is entirely to aesthetics? Do I be developing a generation of hobbyists who just think you just put plants and rocks in a tank and it just works? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, like it or not, I sort of blame the big aquascaping contests that are in existence right now for not really touching on anything but aesthetics. Now, I know that's a harsh indictment, and now sure, it's a contest, and they can judge them and create standards for them however they want. Likely, their, you know, remit is to promote the art side. That's cool, I suppose. However, the aquarium hobby is not an art show, and we're dealing with living organisms, and I personally believe that criteria should include at least The emphasis or some emphasis on the long-term growth and health of the organisms in the subject aquariums, how the aquarium is designed to function, to justify what it does. It's to me, it represents more of a set of missed opportunities, in my opinion. Opportunities to celebrate, even superficially, how natural aquatic habitats work. Spurring hobbyists to take a deeper dive into this stuff would be amazing. You almost never see anything in these contests which emphasizes methodology or even the basic elements of aquarium ecology that you should understand to create one of these tanks. Stuff I think you'd want to know if you want to create something like this in your own home, right? Information which would be really helpful to know and be valuable to a lot of hobbyists. And by simply assuming that these tanks can be created by all those who possess the artistic talents without considering or emphasizing all of the talents required to execute one of these tanks just rings Hollow or shallow to me. Often on these very pages, you'll see me assailing many of the top aquascaping contests because of their absolute devotion to a single style of scaping with little deviation or variation from entry to entry. I hear it from many of you too. The style insiders who organize these events may think that aquascaping has evolved when it's increasingly obvious to the outsiders of the world, which I probably count myself among that it really has remained sort of in stasis for some time yet we're starting to see the first signs of change in my opinion i think we're seeing a slight change from the whole diorama style of scape which has embraced you know fantasy forests and middle earth scenes and nauseam over the last several years i think we're now starting to see a hunger for more realistic interpretations of nature a desire to represent nature as it really is not just as we idealize it This, in my opinion, has leveled the playing field just a bit. I believe that it's entirely possible for an average aquascaper with a work ethic, deep understanding of his or her subject, access to proper materials, and a prototype in mind to create an aquarium that both inspires and enthralls and functions. I think that the artistic skills that the world-class aquascapers possess gives them another layer of talent to execute this type of scape in a very different way. However, I think you're also likely to see some regular people, i.e. out those champion, you know, dioramascape people, some regular people pull off some incredible stuff in one of these contests in the future because they have the ability to interpret and embrace nature as it truly is, and they're not bound by convention, nor are they pandering to a specific style of aquascaping. We already saw this with our friend Alex Frankie last year, Uh, with his amazing Botanical Method Aquarium in the Aquatic Gardeners aquascaping contest last year, where he placed a surprising uh, third in the biotope category, which was interesting. Um, Maybe we're witnessing the rise of what I like to call the soulscaper, a hobbyist who sees the world as it is and brings it to life accordingly, without concern about the prevailing styles or what's cool at the moment. An archetype who, you know, will add yet another element of achievement to the state of the art of aquarium keeping and to a lesser extent, aquascaping. I think that once judges and those who seem to be the guardians of style in the aquascaping contest world recognize that interpreting nature realistically requires as much talent and work as it does to create these fanciful, highly stylized takes on the natural world. And once they're evaluated on their own unique merits, that will see the next evolution in aquascaping. Now, I'm not going to kid myself. I don't know if that's going to happen in one of those contests, but I'd like to see that. Now, I'm not also not talking about those militant contest, you know, Biotope Perfect Aquariums either. That's kind of its own thing which has in my humble opinion its own shockingly rigid thinking. I'm not saying it's bad, it's just super super rigid, not particularly fun for me. I'm talking about aquariums that represent the natural world both functionally and aesthetically without the obsession that every stick or grain of sand or twig has to be absolutely tied to a specific locale that we're purportedly representing in our tank. It's sort of an in-between world which embraces our concept of functional aesthetics. It's a step away from the blanket embrace that the aquascaping world's given tanks which fall in line with the human constructed concepts of what's good Yet, it's a refreshing step forward from the rigid nature diorama style thinking, which has, in my opinion, limited to a certain extent, progress on a greater hobby level. The rigidity has led to developments and trends like, you know, the new craze, nano jars filled with the same goddamn rock and fucking moss that we see ad nauseum in the full-size tanks, only in a much smaller, perhaps even less functional format. It's also led to glued-together miniature mountain ranges of rock being the darlings of the contest set and lots of wood breaking the waterline in almost every serious contest contender. I mean, these are neat things. Don't get me wrong. I know I tend to rail. However, when they're hailed as progressive developments, when throwing a bunch of freaking moss into a cup is considered a progressive development, it's time to reevaluate where we are, guys. We can and we should progress further and in a different way. Talent, skill, and vision will still be required in abundance, right along with a much greater understanding of the natural processes which shape the habitats that we're so inspired by. When we say blur the lines between nature and an aquarium, it's as much a plea as it is a sort of mantra that we use. A plea to embrace a different way of looking at natural habitats and interpreting them in our aquariums. And guess what? I'll wager that the best of the best, those aquascaping artists who awe and inspire us with... The more conventional work that's everywhere will ultimately be every bit as excited about it as we are cheering on this evolution as loudly as anyone in fact their passion and their skill and love for the game will help nurture and inspire the next generation of talent in ways we probably haven't even thought about yet perhaps it's finally time to harness the, this talent this energy and enthusiasm and create a specialized contest or exhibition for these unique natural aquariums that we love so much. Yeah, those of you who follow the tent know of my overt disdain for most of the conventional aquarium contests. However, after a lot of thinking about it for quite a few years, I've sort of reached a conclusion that there is actually probably a community and overall hobby benefit to promoting some healthy competition. The most important thing that comes out of a contest is not who's best, gulp, but rather the exposure that it brings to the unique approach that we take to aquariums, an inspiration for fellow hobbyists to reach beyond the typical and to consider things a little bit differently. I think what turned me off about a lot of contests for some time was that some amazing aquariums, which simply don't fit these rigid criteria, weren't even worth entering because not only would they be marginalized by the judges, their unique function and philosophy would wouldn't even be understood. There was literally nowhere for the, you know, to go. Now, with my complete disdain for the typical contests as I feel they exist now, the absurd rules, the endless arguments over format, attitudes, etc., I feel like I'm opening myself up for even more trouble. Yet, people keep asking us about this contest thing. I've been talking about doing a contest since early 2017. I remember the Agapo challenge. Everybody was going to do an Agapo, a flooded forest. And I never really did it. (laughs) Sometimes I'm mad at myself for not doing that, and other times I'm very thankful that we didn't do it. But doing a contest my way, which is scary, requires a lot of give and take, and trying not to become a hypocritical version of all that I hate. It needs to be a bit more inclusive, and do more than just reward, you know, the best-looking tank. I think that's actually too subjective. I think we need to honor tanks which embrace the functional, executional, and philosophical aspects of the botanical method or natural aquarium hobby movement. Now, that's tough, right? Because some of those criteria just simply don't exist for evaluation. And that being said, I think, though, a contest can perform some valuable functions in our little world here. First, it can help show the current state-of-the-art in truly natural botanical method aquariums, not just blackwater aquariums. As we've seen, the world we've all evolved here at, at just a tannin has grown to encompass botanical influences of you know, blackwater, brackish, planted, and other types of unique systems from bivariums to paludariums and everything in between. Yeah, I'm still mentally trying to wrap my head around this. I'm trying to figure out criteria. And it's not easy because there are a lot of things in typical contests that do drive me crazy. I've sort of laid some mental groundwork over the years on how I'd like such a contest to run or be evaluated on. And look, if we do this, I know that would personally have to restrain myself from railing on any of our judges who give points for, you know, golden ratio, Iwagumi rock placement, proper grouping of aquatic plants, or other conventional constructs like that. I think we have to free ourselves from that. Also, I wouldn't want to hold, you know, entrance to being compelled to enter stuff as specific as, you know, small meander adjacent to Rio Paraguay, a high water mark 30 kilometers north of the town of Alto Muaus in Brazil. It's great for a biotope centric contest, but for our biotope inspired mindset, it's just too much in my opinion. Not only would that degree of outright pretentiousness make me want to vomit, I think it would defeat the purpose of this contest idea. So you don't need to give you know exact GPS locations and uh, you know the the name of where you're uh, you know what you're trying to replicate or whatever. I think rather I'd like to emphasize our craft of natural botanical influenced aquariums, taking inspiration from unusual environmental niches and translating them into aquariums, the art of aquarium keeping, elevated. I'd want to place more emphasis on the idea, the inspiration, and its execution and its function, and less emphasis on a particular ecological niche or style of tank. Does that make sense? I mean, sure, you want to celebrate some of this stuff and you want to explore niches, but it's not about, you know, contest entrance for karst representations or, uh, you know, flooded whitewater forests or stuff like that. It'd be crazy. We'd have to get this right. And we'd have to make it clear to contest entrance what the big idea is here, and which is to inspire, to inform, and to educate on technique and inspiration. That's why I'd vet the judges carefully. they have to be people that, have the right attitude, the right understanding, have a similar philosophy of what we're looking for. Otherwise it would just be ugly. I mean, sure. I'm not saying that we'd want to see entries like, you know, liquid methane river on the Saturnian moon of Titan, or, I mean, that's too geeky and weird even for me. On the other hand, if you can pull that shit off, you know, respect where you get the methane, you know, liquid methane, that'd be cool. No, but really you have to be reasonable. Oh, and if you give your entry a name, you know, like, the wandering trail to enlightenment or something like that, you'd be immediately disqualified. Seriously, not in our contest. That's bullshit. Not going to happen. So just enter something cool. Describe what it purports to represent. Now, of course, we're going to have to come up with categories and ideas for certain types of things, I suppose. And that's, boy, that's what we're going to have to discuss amongst ourselves before we embark on this. We'd likely have some set of questions that comes with the entry, so that observers and judges alike can learn from your work, what you're doing, the struggles you went through, um, how the tank evolved, what it's trying to achieve, where it is now versus when you started, that kind of stuff. The idea, our mission statement, if you will, would be to create a contest, an exhibition really, which celebrates our love of the natural style aquarium, and most important, celebrates the uniqueness, the unedited aesthetics of nature, and the function in the aquarium. Now, entrants won't be rewarded for fantasy-style diorama tanks, for sure. That's wrong contest. It's not going to happen. And of course, I know some jackass will try to enter, you know, a hair-algae-smothered rockscape with piles of uneaten food over the fish-poop-saturated number-three aquarium gravel, you know, and claim that. Eh, it's unedited nature, bro. Just deal with it. Well, we will, by ignoring it. <laughs> the idea here is not to give the middle finger to the basic aquarium fundamentals. No. You have to understand, if you read our blogs, and followed our social media, you understand what our philosophy and sort of modus operandi is here. Um, I don't think it's going to require a tremendous amount of explanation for a lot of people. Now, this would, of course, necessitate a longer time window for entries, like there'd be maybe an entry period, and then an evolution period, and maybe a closing date when the submissions need to be received by. That would likely turn off a lot of the BS entries, right? Maybe? I don't know. And stuff like decomposition, detritus, biofilm, even algal growth would not be penalized. In fact, unless it's specific to a given niche you're attempting to replicate, I think that we'd actually look suspiciously on any tank that looks super pristine and perfect and just newly set up. Again, of course, I'm not saying to enter a poorly maintained fish death factory. What I'm suggesting is that we should see entrance which attempt to meet nature where it is that being the intersection of science art and evolution nature's not a perfectly ordered pristine place we talk about that a lot and your entries aren't going to need to be either i think that vivariums paludariums and aquariums should all be entered into the mix maybe not even separate categories for them because we'll likely evaluate a given system on both this function and aesthetics and we want to encourage crossover work by aquatic hobbyists I don't see any reason why we should have all sorts of complicated category distinctions. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll, people, we organize this, we'll, we'll talk about it. But same with display size. I, I, don't, I could be wrong, but I'm not sure why a five-gallon aquarium can't be evaluated using the same criteria as you would a 250-gallon aquarium. And maybe I'm wrong, and that's just an initial thought, so you'll have to let me know what your thoughts are on that. But it's form and function working together, mainly function, which drives the form. This contest, if it's something we come up with actually, is really about a process as much as it is about producing an end product. The joy of working with some natural materials to create a very specific type of aquarium, the process of learning and sharing and discovering. I think it's something that we can do. I think it would really be cool. I think that embracing the ideas that we've come up with over the years and we've learned about together would be a little bit different a little more inclusive perhaps a little bit more educational or more of an exhibition of -of state-of-the-art aquarium keeping versus just aquascaping per se sure they would have an aesthetic component of course you want to evaluate things aesthetically to some extent but it's not just that it's about the overall package and I think that's something that we're going to have to really work on. If we're going to do a contest, we're going to really have to work on a way to develop evaluation criteria for this sort of thing. And I hope that's something that we can get some people interested in and, and really perhaps, uh, you know, create some some unique and inspiring ideas for people to uh, to want to learn more about. I think that's what's so incredible. If you inspire people to learn something more about something they don't know, you've done a great job. Sure, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be attracted just to the looks. And we're going to be proud of some of the appearance of some of these entries. But it goes a little deeper. And I think to be able to emphasize that deeper component of function as opposed to just aesthetics is going to take some work. And it's going to take some very careful thought on how to evaluate it. It's pretty exciting stuff, though. And I think it's something that we'd all have fun working with. Yeah, what have I unleashed now? (laughs) Out of the frying pan, into the damn fire again. Okay. We're going to be chatting about this a lot more. I'm sure I've been talking about this for long enough now coming up on five years. So I think it's time to maybe do something finally. Let me know what you think about this. Um, shoot us an, an, an email, hit us up on uh, social media. Tell me to shove it, but maybe it's something we're going to think about. I think so. Anyway, until next time, I hope uh, we've had a lot of fun at least thinking about how we do such a contest. Stay excited. Stay motivated. Stay bold. Stay creative, stay thoughtful, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.